0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Listen, collusion is hard to prove. All right. But I know a lot of owners who did not like what Haslam did with the, the Sean Watson deal, right? It's documented. Yeah. But it's hard for, for the, for anybody to say that all of these owners are totally against giving the next guy okay that kind of money that's guaranteed well let's just take lamar out of the question okay are you not going to pay joe burrow that money
1: yeah exactly are you not yeah it's coming it's coming it's coming coming. herbert lawrence hurts
0: these are the next guys. And my point is, if you're one of these people who say, well, Lamar's asking for too much, the market is always reset. And we're going to get to a point where if any position on the field is going to get the most guaranteed money, it's this position. And yeah. so for Lamar, I'm just looking at the numbers. Total value of Aaron Rodgers' contract. Now, it's shorter, but $150 million, he's getting 50 per year. Russell Williams, Williams, uh, Wilson, total value, Baldy, 245. million. 49 million per. Kyler Murray's total value is 230. And you're telling me you don't want to give that to Lamar Jackson and Murray is getting 46 per. Come on.
1: Well, it's just, it's just the price of doing business. And that's what superstars do. They, they they're going to make that up tenfold if Lamar comes in there and that place is, and every single person in Atlanta is wearing a number eight jersey. You know, I mean, Kyle Pitts will give that number up. <laughs> but like, it's going to happen. It, 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 the the benefits of having that player secured. Once you get that position secured, you can figure out every other position. You know, like all oh, these teams are cutting players, and you know the non superstars or the guys that have gotten old. Like they're all clearing the cap to to figure out what else they could do. It's still up to the organization to, to to continue to draft. Well, I mean, if you just say okay, the compensation, is this for Lamar? Because, you know, the money's going to be one thing. The compensation is going to be another thing. But if you just look at what the Rams have done, like first-round picks, I'm going to get our stars. We're going to get Jalen Ramsey. We're going to lock up Aaron Donald. We're going to get Matt Stafford. We're going to put our, our resources in our stars. Then it's up to us to go out and draft, you know, Nick Scott in the seventh round out of Penn State and make him our starting safety and go find third-round picks to fill in our offense line. Rob Havenstein at left tackle or right tackle, whatever it is. Like, that's what you have to – like, you still have to draft well. You might not have the first-round picks, but you've got to strike gold. you got to find Bobby Wagner in the second round. Mm-hmm. Like You know, but it makes it a lot easier when that position is secured.
0: Baldy, uh, let's talk about Daniel Jones. Four years, $160 million extension. Guys, it's in the huddle. Carl Dukes, along with Brian Baldinger, subscribe, like the show, and more importantly, check out new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday as we move through the offseason. Fair deal, 82 guaranteed, $35 in incentives. They didn't overpay, right?
1: I don't think so. And the fact is, is I don't know what the market is for Daniel Jones out there, if they just you know, dangle them out there. Like, I don't know, the Jets, they need a quarterback and they can't get Aaron Rodgers. They're going to go after Daniel Jones. Like, I don't think so. So like, I don't know if they're only bidding against themselves, but the fact is Daniel Jones wants to be there. The organization has been good to him. The Mara family has been good to him. They stood by him when things weren't going real well, when they didn't offer him a fifth year, you know, in his rookie deal, like, you know, They they stood by him, and they finally found a coaching staff that knew how to use him and start to build the team the right way with what Joe Shane has done. So he wanted to be there. They wanted him. They made an offer somewhere in between about, and I think it's completely fair, but they had to get the quarterback done. They got to get that done. You know, the, the, the fallout is that Saquon doesn't get a guaranteed deal. He gets the franchise, and that's just the fact of playing running back in this league right now. And so Saquon isn't going to be happy. Uh, But the fact is, is that they got their two star players locked up for next year.
0: Yeah. Uh, And you keep talking about it. It's true. You got to get that position taken care of. You said it a few podcasts back. I know you've been talking about it. You got to get Daniel Jones squared away. It went down to the wire, but they did. And as far as I'm concerned, the giants are in good shape now, how they continue to team build, You know, that's up to Joe Shane and how he's going to maneuver. But it gets back to what you just said, which is draft, draft, draft. you got to draft well and replace some of those major pieces. All right. So as we talk quarterbacks, Lamar's situation, we know. Daniel Jones gets his deal. The other guy that's out there that we continue to talk about, obviously, is Aaron Rodgers. Yesterday, Baldy, the news came down late in the afternoon that Woody is flying out to California. We're talking about the Jets owner, guys. And uh, he's meeting, apparently, you know, I don't know if it was a a contingent of folks. I I have no idea. But Woody Johnson makes his way out there. It sounds like if you're going to go through all of that effort, like this is probably going to happen, right? That Aaron's probably going to be a jet. I'm assuming this. He's been so, you know, cryptic about everything, even coming out of the dark room. I I don't know what to believe right now. But if the owner comes visit you, Baldy, what do you think uh, about that?
1: Well, I mean, that doesn't happen very often. I mean, it rarely happens. So Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, they're all on the plane. All right. They're laying out the groundwork. Okay. Two years, probably. Like, this is what we have to offer you. We have <clears throat> the rookie of the year in Garrett Wilson. We have Brees Hall, who might have been the rookie of the year if he didn't get hurt. True. We have Makai Beckton coming back. We think he's in shape, Aaron. He could be your anchor at left tackle, but we're probably going to draft a tackle with 13th pick. Like they're just laying it out there. There's brief, you know, there's uh sauce playing defense that you can go up against and make better in practice. He wants to he wants to go up against Aaron Rodgers in practice, guarding Garrett Wilson. Like, can you imagine the level of competition um, that we could provide every day to try and sharpen knives in practice every day? So I think they're they're laying that all out there. Nathaniel Hackett comes in. They have a great familiarity from their time in Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers always sung the praises of Nathaniel Hackett, liked him, liked working with him, liked his personality, liked the the interaction. I mean, I can't think that this can't go well at this point. And the fact is, is that, I mean, I just feel like Aaron Rodgers can't go back to Green Bay. And I don't know what Green Bay, and you, you say, well, how can they not want how can Matt LaFleur not want this Hall of Fame quarterback for another year and they take another swing at the apple? Like, But at some point, the organization, just like they did with Brett Favre, they have to move on and build the, what the next quarterback and what the next offense is going to look like, it, whether it's with Aaron Rodgers this year or not. They have to find that guy. And they, I think they have seen what Aaron can do. And what they have done, and they've come up short. They've come up short over the last three or four years with Matt Lafleur, even though it looked like they had everything going for him, it's come up short. And so, let somebody else have to take a swing. You know, I, I said yesterday, like uh, you know, it's ironic that 2008, you know, the New York Jets did this exact same thing with Brett Favre. Yeah. And here we are again, and it, you know, it it went well for a while until Brett's arm kind of fell off at age 40. Uh, at the tail end of that season but it went well for a long while so
0: and I agree with you listen these endings they're, they're never they're never perfect right I mean right. I think back to Brady winning that last Super Bowl with the Patriots before he goes to Tampa Bay and he could have walked off the field and he still considered the goat he didn't have to win another one but he did but you know he's still considered the goat and, and and the ending is just so rare Ray Lewis winning with the Ravens, right? Rare. Um Strahan. I mean, you could talk about all these guys, but it's hard. These endings are hard. And yeah.
1: I-, I do think the pattern I mean, you go way back, you know, Carl. I mean, I know you can, but like, you know, it didn't end well for Johnny Unitas. No. it didn't end well for Joe Namath. You know, it's for so many guys. You know, John Elway, okay. You know, I mean, rare. It's it's very, very rare. And it it's not a knock on the player. Um, it, it can be looked like that, but, you know, Tom Brady proved himself when he went someplace else. I mean, he, he had a chance to walk out then, which I think, you know, probably in hindsight, that probably was the right thing to do two years ago, but Hey, these guys want to play. Yeah. They love the limelight. there's an ego involved, but you know, so some of this stuff is on the players too. You know, when, when's the right time, Carl? Like I never ever am one to say it's time to go. It's just I, it's not for me to say it's up to the player. But, you know, we can kind of predict that some of these things aren't going to end well if they want to keep going on.
0: Yeah, because the team at some point and, and I was going to say, Baldy, you know, the Packers over the last few years with the way Aaron's played, their hand was forced. Right. I mean, hell, you can't not resign the MVP. Yeah. So this year gives you a little bit different feel because he didn't win it um and you know they they didn't do anything that you expected them to do beyond the playoffs so it's one of those deals where you go okay now might be the right time and the sentiment is a little bit different from Packer fans and I'll be honest I think a lot of Packer fans are ready to move on too I I just do I think that the the, you know for Packer fans he's been great but maybe it's time to turn the page uh while we're talking about Brady he did put out a tweet yesterday (laughs) in regards to uh you know his cat he got his daughter a cat or something. And you yeah. know, I'm basically, he's, he's saying I'm retired.
1: you believe it? I believe there's one dance left and it's with that Miami dolphins who they don't have a first round pick for tampering. Uh, the owner has obviously been smitten by the possibility of Tom Brady coming there. Uh, you know, there's a house in Florida, somewhere down there, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. there's a landing spot. A boat? There's a boat. I believe that they're, you know, and I you know, look. I don't think Rich Eisen is just floating this stuff out to float this stuff out. Oh, man! Like Rich is too smart. So I believe there can be, and Tom can put that tweet out there. It doesn't answer the the you know the this the the, the comments that Rich Eisen put out there, and others sort of support it. I believe there could be one dance left. You know, these owners they want to win. You know, there's nothing else that the that owner of the Miami Dolphins. Hasn't accomplished. He doesn't – he's built so many skyscrapers in this world, Carl, he doesn't even know if they're all his or not. Like, <laughs> he can't even locate them. You know, like, he's – there's nothing – he's got the his name on the business school at the University of Michigan. I mean, he's got he's got his name everywhere, except he doesn't have it on the Vincent Lombardi trophy. And, you know, with those receivers and that coach, mm. like, you could still see one dance left. You know, if you want to call, you know, the last dance, if you want to do that, there could be one more conversation to be had. If he does do that, how are they not the favorites in the East? I mean, Uh, seriously, how? I don't know. Like it it feels very similar to him going to Tampa with the receivers that are there, with the coach that is there, with the style of play, with that weather, like it feels like it could be Tampa all over again. We know defensively they have been loading up. This Jalen Phillips ready to explode this year. This kid can really play. You know, Bradley Chubb and, you know, Javon Holland. You just look at what they have on defense and you go, you put Brady in there with those receivers and whatever they might add to the draft. I mean, let's go. Let's let you know, let's let's suit it up one more time. Let's strap it up. Right. look, like I'm all I'm doing is just reacting. Oh, it's doing, it, and I'm yeah. reacting to the the tweet by Tom Brady because to me, it's just a cute, fun tweet. It doesn't say anything like I'm not, I'm, I'm retired. That I'm never coming back. It doesn't say any of that. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, whether this deal is still on the table at Fox or not, he's already said I'm not ready to do it this year. Taking like it year. almost seems like I'm leaving the window open, Carl, just yeah. in case. Yeah, the Dolphins, and I think there's just one team. I think there's just one team. You know, mate I just think there's one team, and we all know the interest by that owner, okay, uh, in Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, I, I responded to that tweet. I said, "Oh, he's listening."
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah, because
0: well, it, it's always funny to me, Baldy, because these guys are like, "Oh, I don't hear what these people are saying," yeah. and it, you know. <laughs> okay. But he's he's listening. He knows what's going on.